the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Over the last couple of broadcasts, we have focused on John chapter 8 and what it means to be Jesus as the light of the world. Our message is called In Honor of Jesus, the Light of the World. John chapter 8, verse 12 specifically, and this is Way of Grace from Grace Bible Church here in Hayward with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Jessica Stan. Our teaching staff is filling in for our summer series. Stephen Cloud joins us now as we take a look at John chapter 8 and verse 12 and the conclusion of Jesus as the light of the world. He said to them, he that commits sin is a slave of sin. And the slave abides not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. And if the son shall make you free, you are free indeed. Has the son set you free? Is God sanctifying grace by the spirit of God in your life, breaking the power of sin? Giving you success to say no, no matter how it looks. No matter how it looks. Those who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ are those who believe the gospel. They have come to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. And they continue to follow him by faith. And they die in what? Faith. The just shall live by what? Yes. And faith is a gift from God. Thank you, Lord, for that gift. So then the question is, am I believing today? Am I believing today? Now, I can be honest about myself. I don't always wake up the same every day. I don't. And I'm being completely honest with you. My wife can be probably more honest than me. (laughs) I do not always wake up cheerful. I do not always wake up. Thank you, Lord. I don't wake up singing nothing but the blood of Jesus can wash away my sins. I do not wake up with the right attitude all the time. What about you? Sometimes when I wake up, I have to ask, man, where is my faith? Where is it? <laughs> 
because I'm funky. <laughs> Got to be honest, right? Why do we have to be honest? We have to be honest because faith, faith is organic. Faith is organic. It grows. It diminishes. The Lord prays for us at the right hand of the Father that our faith fails not. And because of the prayers of the Lord Jesus Christ, which always prevails with the Father, they do not fail. Those who follow the Lord Jesus Christ are those who are chosen. There are those who are called. There are those who came to the light by faith, which continue in the light and are called children of the light. In John 6, 44, Jesus Christ, he said in his sermon, he said, No man can come to me except the Father which sent me draws him, and I raise him up at the last day. For it is written, They shall all be taught of God. Therefore, any man that has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. Have you heard from him? In John chapter 12, starting at verse 35, this is what our Lord says to his disciples. In verse 35, Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walks in darkness know not whither he goes. While you have the light, do what? Believe in the light, that you may be what? Children of the light. And in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of what? Into what? His marvelous light. His marvelous light. And in Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 through 13. The Apostle Paul says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of inheritance, of the inheritance of the saints in light, who delivered us from the power of what? And have translated us to the kingdom of what? Or who? His dear son. This is the kingdom of light. See, in darkness, when we talk about darkness, what we are talking about is death. A realm of death. When we talk about darkness, we should think about sin. When we talk about Darkness. We should think about judgment. When we talk about darkness, this is a place that we all actually deserve to be in. We really do. 
question is, are you presently? Are you actively? Are you deliberately following the Lord Jesus Christ right now? And then he, he says here back at our text in John chapter 8, verse 12. He says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. This is the certainty of one's future stated negatively. He says, shall not walk in darkness. See, those who walk in darkness love their sins. Those who walk in darkness love their sins and actually hate Christ. John, he says in John chapter 3, at verse 18 and 19, he says, He that believes on the Son is not condemned. Hallelujah. He that believes in the Son is not condemned. That's a miracle. Not condemned. But he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men what? They love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Those who follow Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world, who is the truth and the guide, which is the way to the Father. Those who follow Him shall not, shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You stay there in John chapter 3. In verse 20, he says, For everyone that does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Now be honest. Let's just be honest. When you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, do you try to hide it? And then when... The Lord, through His providence, tries to penetrate that defense wall that you have set up to make yourself look self-righteous. And He exposes it. Do you like it? No. <laughs> Let's be honest. Do you like it? But is it necessary? Because God is holy. He is the truth. And if you're one of His, He will not let you get away from hiding from Him. It's amazing. It's amazing. My brother Jan talked about how corrupt our mind was. And to speak to that, when we... When we try to hide 
Do you know that we're trying to hide from, um, from a person that's omnipresent? Do you know that there's nowhere that you can actually hide? Do you know that you're hiding from someone that's omniscient? That means that he knows everything perfectly, precisely, completely, comprehensively, and he never learns or diminishes in his knowledge. And yet, we hide. Lord, have mercy on us, right? Have mercy on us. Because here in John chapter 3, verse 21, here's what we should be asking ourselves. Have we, in spite of all of our folly, come into the light? Have we come into the light? Verse, 30, or verse 21, but he that does the truth comes to what? That his deeds may be man, may manifest that they are wrought in God. Have you come to the light? Are you remaining in the light? Because God is light. And if we have fellowship with him, we don't walk in darkness. We walk in the light. We walk in the light. So this certainty of one's future stated negatively, those who follow Christ shall not walk in darkness. And that echoes Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as what? Darkness. They know not at what they stumble. This is a promise to those who are following. You shall not walk in darkness. What that means is that though we are in a culture of darkness, in a culture of death, and it's all around us, and it's pressing in on the church, if you know what I mean. Here's the promise. And this promise is from he that is the light of the world. He says, you shall not walk in darkness. You will not walk in moral darkness. And the darkness of this world will not overcome you. If you're following Christ, this is important. Our anchor, the anchor that we need to, to, to have is in the promises of God. And the conclusion of one's future stated positively, but shall have the light of life. They shall have eternal life. They have been saved are being saved and shall be saved. And that this salvation is of the Lord alone, to whom belongs all the glory. And this is life eternal, John seventeen three, that they might know you, the one true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And John specifically wrote, this gospel that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and that by believing we might have life 
in his name. As God commanded light to shine out of darkness, he has shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Are you following him? Last point, the prophetic connection to his dialogue. By, by the Lord making the statement, I am the light of the world, by claiming himself to be God and claiming himself to be the truth and the fulfillment of the scriptures, the same God that was in the Old Testament for covenant Israel, or for, for, for the people of Israel, this was problematic. And there were rebuttals directly after he made this particular statement. They basically said that you're lying. You are not. That, that, that right there means that they didn't believe his statement. They didn't believe what he said, who he said he was. They did not believe him. And there are many who do not believe him today. And this I am statement, the second one among seven that he would make, that he made and that he would continue to make, would actually lead to his death. It would lead to his death. And here's the prophetic connection. If you go to John chapter 9, verse 4, you'll see it. I read it in uh, John 12, 35 um, earlier, but I, I want to read it here in John 9, 4. He says this, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. Verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And in verse 35, in uh, John 12, he says, Yet a little while is the light with you. What this means is he's, he's letting them know, he's letting his disciples know that there's going to come a time, there is an expiration for me. That the light is going to be cut out. And this is precisely what they do the treasonous execution of the light. And it, it, it was uh, when it was nighttime that they came and got him, right? It was their time, like he said, the time of darkness. And they bruised him. They afflicted him. They falsely accused him. And they crucified him. And what happened between the sixth and the ninth hour while Jesus Christ was on the cross, is that God cut the lights out. He told the sun, stop shining. Stop shining. The Lord Jesus Christ is suffering under the just penalty and the wrath of God on the behalf of sinners. The light goes out. He says, it is finished. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And he willingly gave up the ghost and died. The constellations 
were affected. The earth trembled as an earthquake. The rent, the, 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 the um, veil rent from top to bottom. It seems like darkness has prevailed. And if he had a stayed dead, this promise would be null and void. But did he stay dead? It's like a whole bunch of darkness trying to cover the light and keep the light from shining. This is a ball of fire. It's only a matter of time for this ball of fire to just burst from the grave like he did. Death couldn't hold him. Darkness could not overcome him. He rose from the dead having accomplished eternal redemption, having, compl- having put away our darkness. Our darkness. Our sins. And I'm thankful for that. And I'll end with this here. The triumphant exaltation of the light over darkness. Something that we can look forward to. Revelation 21, verses 22 through 27. The word of God reads, And I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth shall bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day. For there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into anything that defiles. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination or make a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. If you don't know him today. If you don't know him right now. Don't try to justify yourself. There's going to come a time where you will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Say nothing to justify yourself. Be like the adulterous woman. Be quiet. But cry out for mercy. Cry out that the Lord would justify you by his grace. That he would save you. For he came to save the vilest of sinners. Amen. Studying God's word that we might show ourselves approved. 
that we might come to a deeper love and understanding of God's amazing love for us in Jesus Christ. And this is Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand, featuring Stephen Clow from our teaching staff here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. We are always delighted and grateful that you take a few moments to spend with us, that we might, again, study to show ourselves approved. And as we leave you today, we would also leave you with an invitation to join us for worship in person. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Pastor Jessica Stand and Grace Bible Church of Hayward, please consider this a formal invitation to spend Sundays with us. 11 a.m. is the worship service, 10 a.m. if you would like to join us for Sunday school. And don't forget, Friday evenings at 8 p.m., we have enjoyed a marvelous time of studying God's Word with brothers and sisters in Christ from a variety of churches all over the Bay Area. That's at 8 p.m. Friday evenings. For directions and more information, simply stop by our website, grace-bible.com. That's grace-bible.com. Or give us a call, 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. If you're looking for a copy of today's program, you can either contact us by phone or mail. Send $5 and we'll get a CD out to you. Or stop by grace-bible.com and download the audio file for free. The address, if you're writing to us, is 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California. 94541 is our zip code. And one final note as we conclude our time together today. We're able to come to you daily here on KFAX because of friendships and partnerships with people such as you who see the value of this ministry. Now, while it is free to listen to, for us, there is a cost, and we are a listener-supported ministry. No matter the size of your gift, it's greatly appreciated. So would you take a moment and pray about it and then contact us with your gift today? 510-886-9782 is our phone number, or write to us, 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California, 94541. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.